0: Reborn out of disaster, more survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's
1: strangest heroes. Da 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 doo patrol.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Doom Patrol podcast. I'm your host Scott Coles, and with me, as always,
1: is Murray Fox. And this week, we are diving back into 1989, Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> and we are yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. we are looking at Doom Patrol number 21 by Grant Morrison and Richard Case, and who's the inker there? Scott Hanna. He is. It's funny
0: because when we read the like the the Silver Age issues. They're like some sort of you know artifact from the distant past and whatnot. But <laughs> well, you read the Morrison ones, and I'm like, oh, I, I picked these ones up at the store. These are, just, these are just from a little while ago. Yeah. And nope, they're <laughs> twenty years old too.
1: Yes. Yes. Which I guess isn't you know
0: ancient by any standard, but uh, no, no. still,
1: they're getting there.
0: <laughs> it's not far <laughs> long, that's
1: for sure. Right on. All righty, so we got a cover here. Uh, with the three main members of the Doom Patrol there. We got Cliff, and Crazy Jane, and Rebus mm-hmm. in that little bone city that they started off visiting Ork last with. week. Ork with Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Scissor Men are just getting ready to chop them up there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. All righty, so Crawling from the Wreckage, part three. We open up and we get a little publisherial there again where they're talking about <laughs> Computer coloration, as if it's a new thing.
0: <laughs> so it there we new go. Thing. It was
1: a new thing twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, now it is the way it's done, I guess. you Mm-hmm. All righty. What else was being out that time? New Titans number fifty-five. Blackhawk. Blackhawk had comics back then. Hmm.
0: Again, those are the chicken ones, I think. I
1: think so, yeah, yeah. Or at the very least, the uh, series that sprung out of the uh, chicken mini series, mini, right, right. Yeah, Legion eighty nine, Sandman number four, Animal Man, Swamp Thing. Ah, uh, yeah. Damn, <laughs> it was a good
0: time to read comics.
1: <laughs> it really was. Starman, Justice League Europe. There we go. <laughs>
0: Oh, snap. Yeah,
1: that's right. Good, good time. All righty. So then we get into the store. We open up on a couple of panels there of Orkwith. Uh, just kind of moving in, seeing what the town is like. and uh, Or maybe it's not Orkwith. I guess it is. It's maybe a bit of both. Down at the bottom of the page there, it says, and as for Kansas City, Kansas City was a nightmare. Ooh, and, yeah. uh, Yes. I'm going to guess they're still in with, Although it looks like it's part Kansas City, part...
0: Yeah, well, I think they town. got off the train or
1: whatever and it, they were in with. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. When last <laughs> previously on, the Doom Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Crazy Jane and Cliff exploring this, uh, this town. And uh, it's uh, pretty empty except for lots of cutout figures floating through the air there. And as they're walking through... Cliff is kind of narrating, and he says, uh At first everything was dead quiet like a graveyard, and then I heard whispering, and of course it's the scissor man, and they're way down in the background, getting closer, getting closer, and they're uh they have their little uh, speech pattern there defeating breadfruit in a dumbrate. <laughs> crash <laughs> man for award primate, so they're uh doing their gibber jabber.
0: That's
1: right, wandering through the town looking for whoever they can find, and Cliff and Crazy Jane are hiding out in the corners there, and uh, he says it took us half an hour to find Union Station, and then he finally says, welcome to Doom Patrol headquarters. As you can see, we always try to make visitors feel at home. Ah, I should have guessed there'd be no one here. I said it myself, the Doom Patrol's dead don't know what I was expecting. Maybe just, uh, and uh, Crazy Jane takes a note off the bulletin board there, and she says, Cliff, and she hands him the note. And he uh, looks at it, and he scratches his little uh, robot head there, and he says, Rhode Island. And then, of course, their <laughs> luck ran out. So I guess maybe they are in town, and Orkwith is bleeding over or something. Yeah, that's generally what happens. That's right. With Morrison-esque ask, uh, strange cities. <laughs> things just start squishing up yeah. anyway just when things are getting quiet we get a big kaboom explosion and uh, the scissor men break into the doom patrol's old headquarters and the let's see what do they do there robot man starts to uh knock over a couple of pillars and brings the house down on top of the scissor men and like you do. Like you do, exactly. If you're being threatened, you just bring the building down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he and, and uh, Crazy Jane go running off. He uh, heads for the sub-basement, and he says, Now I did have a plan. All I needed was a plane. And, of course, the chief has always got a spare plane or two hanging around in oh, the Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: He makes a new car every other weekend at, uh, Of course. Silver Age, so he must
1: have a lot of stuff kicking around by the time 89 rolls around. Exactly. His sub-basement is filled with uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. planes and all sorts of things. Just as he's uh, pulling the covers off the plane there, another scissor man appears, and uh, Cliff's like, all right, just a sec. <laughs> he, uh, he wants to make sure the plane is uncovered, I guess, before he goes into battle there, but... Uh, no worries. He says something weird happens, and Jane uh, turns into, like, a blue-clawed creature.
0: Ah, oh, black anise.
1: That's right. <laughs> she gets a little uh, freaky there and starts snipping up the scissor band. She gives them a taste of their own medicine.
0: Oh, yeah, a little Freddy Krueger action. <laughs>
1: That's right. Cliff's like, oh, my God. And uh, Jane is like, there is no God. I killed him. And then she... Uh, she goes snippety-snip all over the scissor man and takes him apart. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Cliff's like, all I can remember thinking is there's no blood. There's no blood. And then it was all over in seconds. And when the uh, rampage is done, Jane is back to her regular self there. And and uh, she's a little worried. She's like, has she gone? Black Anis? Has she gone? Has she gone? And Cliff's like, it's okay. You did good. Now, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it really is time we were out of here because... Of course there are more Scissormen on the way so mm-hmm. he's like i hope i can just remember how to fly this thing he gets them in there and he buckles them in and he turns on the plane's engines and fries a couple more Scissormen and starts heading out the uh the doorway but uh, the hangar doors don't appear to be opening even though they're supposed to open automatically they're still kind of closed and they figure they're gonna crash, but of course, just at the last second, they open up and the plane takes off out into the uh, wild blue yonder, and everything is fine for now. They uh, head on over to Rhode Island, and that's where they meet the chief and Joshua, Joshua Clay, who used to be Tempest. Tempest. Yeah, from the uh, mid '70s. Doom the new Patrol Doom Patrol. The new Doom Patrol, that's right. Yeah. He's one of the uh, only survivors at this point.
0: Uh well no, I think well, Val's I still alive. She's, she's just not <clears throat> She's she's lost all her powers. she's but she still has to wear the bandages.
1: Yeah. If I recall
0: correctly. So she's kinda of got <laughs> the bump deal. That sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah. You still get to be radiated, but uh no extra powers. She's, yeah,
0: she's just a spy now. Yeah, yeah, has to wear bandages all the time, so I don't know how effective she could possibly be. But. <laughs> yeah,
1: huh. whatever. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So they are hanging out in the Justice League's original headquarters in the uh, in the old cave. There, the chief At says, the "Yes, it belonged to the original Justice League. The government wanted to use it to store nuclear waste, but I persuaded them to give it to me." Anyway, that's beside the point. It's good to have you back, Cliff. Now, how do you propose we deal with this current crisis? He's like, well, if we had any sense, we'd call Superman. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> Nah, we don't need Superman. We have a major clue in the black book that was passed on to me by the intelligence services. A man died in flames clutching that book. The last word he said was Scissor And in the background, we've got Jane there. She's saying, I'm finished. And of course, no one's really listening to her right now. And the chief just yeah. keeps going. <laughs> now, if your friend is as good as you say, we may be able to start deciphering the book over the next 24 hours. And Jane says again, Excuse me, I've finished. <laughs> and Cliff's like, You finished? You finished already? And we get to meet or hear about another one of Jane's personalities, Mama Pentecost. She uh, did the translating. she's pretty good at that kind of stuff, all those codes and crossword puzzles. that's right up her alley there. And uh, yep. Cliff looks at the book and he's like, "It's totally black. What is there to read?" And uh, she says, "Well, it's been written using this tactile alphabet. It's a little bit like Braille. It's a code system based on the oh, the Feigenbaum <laughs> the Feigenbaum sequence of imaginary numbers." sure that's a real thing somewhere.
0: It probably is, yeah.
1: There's <laughs> something called wiki search there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Throw it into Google. Anyway, and Cliff's like, well, what's it say? And she says, well, the book is a kind of metafiction, a self-referring text. Basically, it tells the story of a group of philosophers who decide to create a book which will radically alter human thought. They propose to fill the book with parasite ideas which will enter human consciousness and transform it. And Cliff's like, oh... That explains everything. (laughs) (laughs) That old thing. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Parasitic ideas, of course. (laughs) Chief says she's talking about memetic theory. Probably another Mm. thing to wiki there. (laughs) I think we may have to move quickly. Would you all follow me, please? Go on, Jane. She's like, okay. These philosophers decided to invent a world city called Orquith that exists on a plane of reality which intersects our own. They want to create an alternative to the materialistic world that we all live in, so they outline the entire history and geography of Orkwith in a book, a black book. Uh, Orkwith is a city of miracles, a city of glass labyrinths, and observatories made of bone. According to the black book, our reality is just a pale shadow of the splendor of Orkwith. Uh-huh. City. Yes, yes, yes. The city grows by implanting parts of its own reality into that of other worlds, and it infiltrates them bit by bit, first in small ways and then in catastrophic fashion. Finally, it engulfs them all, and they become Orkwith. So I guess that's what's happening right now to Kansas City. It's kind of bleeding over and starting to take over there. Yep. Begun the incursion. That's right. And Cliff's like, "Well, is this a book or is it real?" What's what's supposed to have happened to these philosopher guys? I mean, in the book. And she says, in the end, they're devoured by their own creation. The book becomes the gateway between the imaginary and the real, and Orkwith gets out. And Cliff is like, this is way beyond me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Over my head. That's
1: right, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> the postscript reads something like, and the book they created is called the book with no title. That's the name of this book. It's kind of paradox, I guess. And Joshua decides to step in there just so that he feels, you know, like part of the group. <laughs> mm-hmm. So everything in the book is actually happening in real life. How can that be possible? I don't know. I'm only telling you what Mama Pentecost said. That's all. The chief asks about the Scissor Man, and she says apparently there's some kind of religious sect. They worship a god who exists at a mythical crossroads where realities meet. The philosophers imagine them to be Orquith's answer to the Inquisition. (laughs) Uh, Ah, yes. No uh, one
0: expects the Inquisition.
1: That's right. Terrific. I think they just based them on the boogeyman from Heinrich Hoffman's (laughs) Struwelpeter. Struwelpeter? My German is terrible. (laughs) Uh, Clearly. Uh, yeah, Morrison needs to be drawing from France or something. Then I'll be, <laughs> then I'll <Yeah>. be fine. <laughs> a little
0: more of the native tongue.
1: That's right. And put a français, please. All right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure later on yeah. they'll uh, they'll visit France or something.
0: They actually will. Oh, much they much will. Time. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, they will go, the, uh, go to Paris. That's right, and they get eaten. <laughs> Excellent. Spoilers. There we go. Well, there I'll be able to do some. Uh, Whatever he throws in there, I'll be able to read. That's right. <laughs> so Cliff's like, are they real or aren't they? She says, like, they're both. Don't you see? And Cliff's, or the chief says, Cliff, why don't you judge for yourself? And he opens up a secret passageway. And, of course, he's got one of the scissor men captured just the way. Just, just like it
0: is, you know. Cliff's just like, like yep,
1: dude. They're, uh He's captured in this little energy, like little globes on his hands and globes on his feet. He's just kind of hanging in the middle of the air there. That guy, yeah, 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 yeah. And Rebus is, of course, floating around, watching the whole thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Very uninvolved. Very detached. Yeah, he's just yeah, just kind of watching. He's there to observe. That's right. Chief says we ran into this last night, and as you see, Rebus managed to restrain it. Hello, Cliff. Larry. And uh, yeah, the Scissor Man has a little blurb there. The leeching will be novelistic for effacement. Curdle your pilgrimage. What's he saying? I am an sure. <laughs> That's exactly what Crazy Jane says. How the hell should <laughs> I know? What am I an expert?
0: <laughs> yeah, suddenly she's not an expert on
1: right. puzzles anymore. And Cliff's like, well, <laughs> sorry, excuse me. She's like, oh, just ignore her, Cliff. Hammerhead's always like that. All I want is the answer to one simple question before I run screaming back to the bug house. Is this real or isn't it? And the chief says, while reality and unreality have no clear distinction in our present circumstances, Cliff, it might help to consider the Zen, Cohen, first there is a mountain, then there is no mountain, and then there is... Cleef kind of like bangs his head a bit. And he's like, sure, that's really helping. <laughs> You're really clearing things up. <laughs> just tell me what to do and I'll go along with it. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. He's, he's had enough with trying to think. Just point me in the right direction, tell me what to do, and I yeah. will do it. So the chief says, first I want to find out just how extensive this intrusion of Orkwith has been so far. And then I want to track down the philosophers who compiled the black book. He's not asking for much. No, no. <laughs> Robot man's like, "What am I doing? You're gonna keep a close eye on that, the Scissor Man." All right. Oh yeah, You,
0: you gets the easy job.
1: That's right. You just get to watch. So Cliff and Josh are sitting there watching the uh, Scissor Man, and they're having a cup of coffee at the card table there, and they're just having a little chat. You know, I've been through some weird stuff with this group, but this—we're fighting guys that aren't even real. Larry's turned into God knows what. You've been quieter than a Trappist monastery. And Josh is like, yeah. Listen, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I keep trying (laughs) to leave. I was
0: actually trying to leave, and
1: Niles just told me I couldn't go. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I keep trying to leave, and then I realize there's nowhere to leave to. The superhero stuff is getting me down, man. I don't know where it's all going to (laughs) end. Yeah,
0: Morrison's Josh is very mopey. He's a very mopey dude. He's like mon (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh no, that's not uh, winning me any. he's always true. been kind of a mopey guy though like angry mopey
0: yeah well he was angry before now yeah. he's just he's just been
1: beat down that's I guess. right he's got past the anger <laughs> he's just a big glump yeah and Cliff's like yeah I know the feeling and Josh says yeah but you pulled yourself through Cliff look at you you thrive on all this tension things happening you're you've used to you've used it to get through I admire that I can't do that and Cliff's like, yeah, well, you really got to be made of metal. Look, things could be worse. At least you're real, not like our pal over there. And they look, and they see that he's no longer in the little energy casings, and there are four or five scissor men approaching them. And, yes, Josh is like, huh, we got trouble. (laughs) Yeah, they're easy to beat. Just don't let them get too close, okay? You still got your powers, don't you? He's like, oh, yeah. He lets loose with a couple of energy blasts there and takes one of the scissor men out and Cliff punches the other scissor man in the face and that takes him out. Like you do. That's right. They just kind of fade away. When you hit them, they just fade away. And then one jumps on Cliff from behind and Josh zaps him. And that's almost it. There's just one left. And uh, Josh is not watching, unfortunately. He's like, how many were there? Did we get them all? And Robot Man's like, Josh! And he gets snipped out of existence. uh uh-huh. oh Rebus, Chief, and uh, Crazy Jane come running in there. Cliff, what's happening? And we see Cliff standing there with the uh, empty spot where Josh used to be. They got him. One minute he was here, he was right here, and then... And the chief is like poking his hand through the empty space where <laughs> where Josh was. He's like, "Oh, very interesting." It's like uh, dipping your hand in a pool of water, poking it in, poking it out. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's one good thing about the chief in this iteration. He's very—he's just amused
1: by everything. <laughs> that's right. Oh, this is interesting.
0: But nothing <laughs> throws him either. He's just like, "Oh, okay, I get it."
1: That's right. I see. He's not here. That's okay. We can work with this. Interesting," yep. says Cliff. "What about Josh?" And uh, Reba says, "They're out there. I can feel them—a strange mass, absence of being. They're out there, waiting for us." And we uh, get an outside view of the uh, JLA cave there, and there's just a massive Scissor Man circling the uh, cave there. And
0: that's almost never
1: good. No, <laughs> no, not usually. I'm going to get Josh back, says Robot Man. Cliff, it might not be possible to retrieve Joshua. We don't know enough about the nature of Orquith. And Cliff is like, we're just going to have to learn by experience. I'm going to get Josh back. Who's coming with me? So Rebus and Crazy Jane follow him and there's They open up a hatch on the side of the cave there, and they come on out, and Crazy Jane says, there must be thousands. Yep, looks like it. Let's go. And Jeez, as much
0: as Cliff, you know, always whines and hates anybody, how he hates his life and he hates this and he hates that.
1: Uh-huh. Once
0: he gets in the action, he just he gets back to his old self.
1: That's right. He's gonna he's gonna do it. So he's saying there, reality and unreality have no clear distinction in our present circumstances. Uh, and this is how the book ends. First there's a mountain, then there's no mountain then there is, and while that is playing out across the last three panels, we see Rebus and Crazy Jane and Cliff rushing off to greet the Scissor Men, and then suddenly they're snipped out of existence too, so we're left with three empty spaces on the page. Uh-oh. Bum, bum, bum. It's going to be hard to have a comic book next month. I know. Filled with... All, main, all the main <laughs>
0: characters are gone.
1: <laughs> well, except for the chief. I'm sure he saves them. Saves the day! <laughs> oh, he'll pull out his action chair. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a letter page, and they are almost up to, almost up to uh, the Grant Morrison. Oh, excuse me, the Grant Morrison stories. They are just let's see, talking about the invasion tie-in. So they are probably got uh, another. yes, that was near the end. Very near the end. They're reacting to the death of. Uh, of, uh, what's her name? Irani? Yep. People are either pleased or not pleased or you know, people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yes.
0: Especially people on, you know, the precursors of the (laughs) internet.
1: Exactly. Well, exactly. There's totally some of those in there. Yeah. Totally. They're like, uh, what's the, oh, someone in here was complaining of, almost, complaining of, uh, Where is it? Racism here. Oh, yeah, yeah, the death of her Annie. Real slick, Paul. You bring the chief back and you have Celsius commit heroic, Harry, (laughs) kiri. Is this some (laughs) perverse sense of cosmic balance? And then he's like, I I wanted to draw your attention to this fact. (laughs) This is total internet. Celsius was originally Caucasian, not dark-skinned, as she was finally portrayed. You, of all people, should have remembered that itty-bitty detail, Paul, since, you know, you created her. Shame on you. Arani will now be portrayed in two ways, like a martyr and a slightly deranged individual. Not good. (laughs) And the editor's like, eh, don't worry so much about it. (laughs) It'll all be fine. Yeah, exactly. It'll be fine. Yes, yes. What else is going on? Yeah, that's pretty much it. They're talking about the wrap-up of the series. And uh, that is about it. There's a little ad for a crossover from... Let's see. Checkmate, Suicide Squad, Firestorm, Manhunter, and Ooh, Captain that, Adam. The... the
0: Janus Directive. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've probably got the Captain Adam issues there.
0: I've got the Suicide Squad ones, and I may have Firestorm. Uh-huh. I keep meaning to pick them up again, just just to get that story. Yeah. I think they traded it, though, didn't they?
1: Maybe. Maybe, maybe. I think... I think you're right, but if so, it was a long time ago. Huh. Mm. Hmm. Yes. So we got that. We got oh a couple of ads for the annuals. Blackhawk Annual Number One. Who's there? Written by Marty Pascal. Oh yeah. Oh, and Rick Burchett. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. His artwork was great. And yeah, really, Yeah,
0: he's got a real distinctive style.
1: Yeah, I liked his stuff. I liked his stuff. And then Secret Origin Annual, Teen Titans—that was the one written by George Perez, where he—oh, uh, yes, yeah—recounts their origin. And it was—it was a good issue. I mean, it was drawn beautifully. It was a little, uh, a little wonky, but that's all right. When it's
0: all—yeah. I used to love those Secret Origins. No, that was one of my favorite series back at the time. Yes, it was a good one.
1: It was a good one. What else was there? There was an ad for. Oh, Screamer. I I had this mini-series and I have no idea where it is now. It was uh by Peter Milligan and Brett Ewens.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, I really liked it. I used to pull it out and reread it and I got no clue where it is. This would not happen if I arranged my things alphabetically, but <laughs> <laughs> Since I don't this may that. be a hint that you have too many comics. <laughs> yeah, well, I've done a couple of purges, but I don't think I've ever... I can't remember getting rid of this one because it was, it was a cool little book. All future gangster stuff, but... Yeah, I don't know. It'll show up someday when I am least expecting it, I am sure. Ugh. Alrighty. Well, that brings us to the end of this issue. Woo! Yeah. Alrighty. If you... More and more,
0: as we go along, we'll be seeing that uh, the the, the f- I want to say villains, but it's not generally the case. <laughs> the, the antagonists that yeah, the yeah. twelve faces, they all, ha- they, a lot of them share a common link as, as to you know questioning the nature of reality, what's actually real, what's not.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: You know, and uh, it's it's something he plays with quite a bit, uh-huh. as we'll see. So. Yes. I look forward to uh, getting, getting into that stuff.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It is cool. All righty. Well, if you feel like chit-chatting about this stuff, too, you can head on over to our forums. Nope. Oh, you... That's two weeks in a row, man. <laughs> you is, can head over this... to our uh, podcast.
0: <laughs> is this podcast real if no one listens? <laughs> oh, of course See? it's real. See? there's uh-huh. just in that. There
1: you go. If the podcast is playing in the night (laughs) and nobody's here, here. (laughs) is it still playing? Oh, very deep. Uh, (laughs) You can head on over to our website, (laughs) doompodtroll.com. And Uh uh, you can uh, comment on any of the episodes that are there. I think they're all still hanging around there. Or you can send us an email at doompodtroll at gmail.com. And we will, get around to reading it before too long. (laughs) And I think that's it. Sweet. Excellent. Excellent. We will catch you all next week when I hope to have... A ton more of my Doom Patrol holes filled in after
0: Fan Expo. Oh yes, after <laughs> Fan Expo. I know.
1: I know. I picked up a ton last year, and
0: so if you're looking through the uh, dollar bins and you see two guys huddled around the uh, Doom <laughs> Patrol section of the the dollar bins, uh, feel free to give a wave.
1: That's right. We'll be uh, <laughs> we'll be diving in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. That's gonna be. Just a couple days. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Excellent. Talk to you later. Sounds good. Catch you later, guys. Bye bye.